0: what is up y'all it's your girl dr nina and today on now that's life we're going to discuss some of my tmi or too much information dating advice tips that i wish i knew earlier we're also going to talk a little bit about sex and dating mental health love red flags and more and look it's around the corner for valentine's day honey so we might as well include just a little bit of story time and a little bit of dear younger me as well as some self-improvement and spirituality tips these things have really helped me to build a better mindset also build a more positive personal development piece within myself and with others and most of all some standards because we all need to get us some I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey. I'm a licensed clinical and school psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana. I'm a licensed specialist in school psychology, a nationally certified school psychologist, an associate and tenured professor, and a certified professional life coach. And this is the Now That's Life podcast. Now, while I want this podcast to be a helpful and also a great resource to you, it's definitely not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional y'all, I want to ensure that I say that I love hearing from you all. If you connect with this podcast, my Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook, make sure you shoot me a message, a DM, or post and tag me because I love the love and I love giving it back. More specifically, letting me know some of the things you want to hear. Rate the podcast. Let me know some of the stuff that you're enjoying. Let me know what you want to hear more of, y'all. I am listening. So y'all, it's the heightened season for love before y'all go getting booed and cuffed up, I want to make sure that we talk some of those TMI dating advice tips. Y'all have heard from myself and my significant other over on episode six. So make sure you go back and listen to that podcast. But it's love in the internet and dating as a professional. And we chatted and clowned with y'all about how we met, what's been important to us in the courtship. Yeah, we owe school courtship and how we make it all work. Now, I'm by no means anybody's dating expert. No. But (laughs) I do know in life, there's so much I wish I knew before even dating, just making sure that some of the things have been explained more, or maybe making sure that I explored more and thought about things more. So tonight is no different as we're going to get into dating advice and just the things I wish I knew earlier, more specifically, sex, mental health, love, red flags, and overall some good girl talk. Now, this is a little of an extension of a YouTube video I did late last year, and I will place the links to that in the show notes. But while you're there, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. That's definitely another shameless plug. And I want to thank all you all who answered my quick poll about whether or not you would give your younger self advice on dating. And so many of you all, I mean, almost 100% of you all said yes. Some said no, some said maybe, and some said they had an explanation. One of the funny things is I find that many of you all say that, you know, I'm not going to say anything because I shouldn't give myself or anybody any advice, but I think what we need to start doing is share even the down and the pitfalls when it comes to dating because we could be saving somebody from not only making the same mistake, but an even worse one. So even if you, like myself, don't feel like you're a dating expert, but you feel like you're getting to a place of wholeness and understanding and understanding what it is you want from a relationship because you've been through some negative things, sometimes those examples need to be shared as well so that people feel more confident in their own wall. Y'all know I love sharing some of the things you all share over on this YouTube community wall. If you're not over here, You missing out. Get on over here. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned some of these that you all have said, because I think they are so relatable to many of us. So I want to share a few of these because they are super relatable and you all poured out all of your comments. They were amazing for this podcast episode. One of them were, one of the relatable ones were, um, I would have stayed single and stayed a virgin. That was Liga's life. Like, Thank you so much for that. And I think many of us can relate to that. All right. Rosalind Rainey said, never be afraid to lose anything. You will either get it returned to you double, or it will be a lesson to cherish what you have while you have it. I love that. Look, L said, don't give into pressure. Stay away from narcissistic men. If a man really wants you, he will show you and not make you do anything you don't want to do. I love that. And I think that goes for men and for women. All right. Arma Woodson said, yes, I would definitely give my younger self dating advice. I'd probably have to tie her down and beat her with it. And I'd still try. My younger self knew too much for her own good and not enough for anything else. Specifically, I tell her to focus on herself and not somebody else's idea of what they want her to be, to spend more time introspecting and less time making social comparisons, to do more listening and less talking, and last but not least, to love herself the most because you should show people how to love you by the way you love yourself. Man, if that ain't love, that shoo, go ahead now, go ahead. Now, I also have Nakayaba, I think it's Nakayaba Dorrance. And I would give myself dating advice. And the advice is your money is your money. Make sure you're good and don't give men the opportunity to take advantage of you or put you in a hole financially. He's grown just like you and he will figure it out on his own. Don't contribute to someone who doesn't do the same for you. Look, honey. All right. Give you two snaps, a clap and back up. I got you. That was a boss. Loved it. I feel like so many of you all had these relatable stories and they go on and on and on. If you're wanting to know some of these comments, please go over on my YouTube community wall. There were so many valuable comments. And I think many of us can relate to wanting to say some of those things to our younger selves, no matter our age. And I wanted to make that clear. I wanted to get a lot of you all's input, no matter your age. I think I even see someone here That was in the fourth or fifth grade now um, talking about some of their dating experiences, which I didn't know. We was dating that young, but hey, you know, if you have something to throw in there, please do. And I thank you all who support one another over on that wall because it is essential that we do teach each other and we're not ashamed of where we have come from in order to help us grow and to help others grow. This episode is a little bit of an extension of a YouTube video I did late last year and I'll place the link to that in the show notes. And if you head on over there, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe while you're there. Yes. that's a shameless plug. Now, let's make sure we first define a few things, y'all, like dating and what that means because it's so many definitions out here going around about things that we do and don't do and we boot up or we not or we just chilling, we cool, Netflix and chill. There's just everything. So dating on a level playing field means that you're going on dates. You're actively getting out there and meeting people and spending time with them. Dating someone, however, means you're seeing someone specific with a purpose and on a regular basis. Now, the difference between dating and hooking up or having fun or hanging out is intention. Dating is usually not exclusive. Now, if you want to find someone to have a relationship with, then you're dating. Look, that's not to say that something not so serious cannot turn into dating, but you most definitely can't assume it will. And you also can't assume that dating will turn into an exclusive and committed relationship. You got to be careful about your expectations as well as your goals and your understanding and definition of dating itself. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into these things and the tips that I've learned that have really helped me as I have grown and gotten better. And you know, I'm a self-proclaimed, you know, late bloomer or late blooming butterfly, if you will. But I feel like I've bumped my head enough to learn a few things. And not only that, my background in psychology and psychological processes, therapy, all of that have, in fact, helped me. But also seeing and listening to others, because I do believe in the art of storytelling. And I love that others are willing to share their fortunes and their misfortunes because they help us all to do better. So let's get on into this. So the first thing, y'all, is to go to therapy and get successful relationship mentors. Now, this is especially when you have issues with being too attached to new people in your life and old people who used to be in your life. Y'all know who I'm talking about, them exes that need to be exed out. (laughs) Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. Or even that friend with benefits that's only hanging on for whatever they can get and leech off of. And you too, you might be the leech. I'm just calling it like I necessarily see it, you know, Uh, but also when you have a hard time connecting with others, that's important as well. And I'm being really serious right now. Therapy can help with those things. It can help with those boundaries and, and learning how to build those, but also how to really knock down walls. If people can't even get through to you at all, it's going to be mighty hard to date, especially if you say you want a long lasting, trusting relationship. You have to be willing to take just some risks, but you also don't want to be taking too many, especially with your body, mind, and spirit. So when you continue to date the same people and it turns out into the same mess, you have to check your own mess. And a lot of times we love to turn our fingers at others and tell them what they're doing wrong or how they've wronged us. But we have to also find out why we've fallen into that place. And especially if it's the same pit and not a different pit, that we keep falling into, we need to trace what our history is in dating. We need to trace what's been happening and why we're falling into those things. We need to deal with some deeper issues that could be preventing us from moving forward in relationships. And that's for all of us. I also think that's in friendships. I think that's in family relationships as well. We have to check ourselves on those things. And not only that, be willing to talk to people that have successful relationships and also those that have come out of some more negative relationships. I'm going to tell you why. It wasn't until I got into mentors, understanding people, their stories, and also their great advice that I could really treasure what I was going through on my own. Sometimes when we think we're alone, we hide our mess because we don't want anyone else to know. But sometimes telling people normalizes it and helps us to better understand what we're going through and why. Also, it can help us understand why we're finding ourselves in specific situations that we might be placing ourselves in. I I know I have wonderful mentors in my life that have been married for 40 plus years but I also have friends in my life that have been divorced um, and they know what that's like and they can share that experience and and both of them the triumphant ones and the ones that didn't work out all the same still hit high and low points and I think that's to be understood revered and regarded and I think if we can listen to those things and not think that we should always lean on to our own understanding right because we're going to pray too I'm to tell you that, we're definitely going to pray. Um, and you want to make sure that you're upholding that spiritual side of yourself so that you have a better connection with yourself there. But we also need to be able to listen to others because if they've been there, even if they haven't, but they know some things that they've avoided in their uh, pitfalls and also in their high points, then we can learn a lot more as well. And we can take that in and have a more successful journey. We also want to be a very big reflection of our own expectations. We want to mirror what it is we want, right? Self-care and life goals are key and they go a long way. Look, I asked this question before, would you date you? Can you answer that? Would you date you? And that's not me being mean again, that's me being real. Look, (laughs) this is what we need to ask ourselves. We have to get hardcore with that. But many times people want the world and someone else, but they want very little from themselves. You get what you give kids, you get what you give. And you, you know, it's a lot of things that we might invest in, that we take our time in. But what we do is we're showing others how much we value ourselves and how much we even value them and how they would fit into our lives and how we fit our into our own lives, right? So I invest in things like working out, taking care of my skin, going to therapy, going to church, building a stronger spiritual connection to God. I do my hair. I never leave the house looking a mess. I make sure I take care of learning, looking into self-development, self-completion, also making sure that I have things in line with my career, with my work life. Those types of things, they help you develop more as a person, professionally and personally. I also make sure that I meet lots of different people so I'm able to communicate well with different types of people of all walks of life. You wanna make sure that you have things to offer. If you want someone to be able to offer you the world, you certainly shouldn't be offering old rusty pennies. And I'm going to be real with y'all about that because some of us want to give nothing and expect the world in return. And if that's you, you need to ask yourself, would I date me? And then you need to get even more real. If I wouldn't date me, what is it that needs to change in my opinion? This also gives you a baseline of your own behavior understanding where you're coming from, but not only that, it gives someone else less power to control who and what you become because you're learning who you are and who you should be and who you want to be. And it's according to your standards. The next thing is that talking about sex is a must, even if you ain't having it. Yes, I said ain't or not. Y'all know what I mean there, but I grew up in the church of God in Christ. I've never shied away from that. I grew up highly Pentecostal and I didn't get to talk a lot openly about sex and I didn't as well. And I really did wish that I learned more about that. I've not shied away from telling you guys about that. My mother did a wonderful job with making sure I had a good doctor that I could talk about different questions and information with, but you know, coming up in a church that was more devout in nature, I don't always feel that that was a big discussion. and I'm sure some of you all can relate, but I did learn to educate myself. And one thing that I am grateful for is I had a mother that didn't make me shy away from even educating and taking care of myself. So know what you want before you date. If that's not what you want, if you don't want to have sex, then don't. Don't bend your standards. Don't bend your rules for anybody. And I also learned to speak up to potential suitors and knew the different things or the different things that I was getting myself into when it came to that or when it came to that time. And I suggest that anybody does. You definitely make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure that you're getting regularly tested for any STIs and STDs. Also other nutritional information and facts about your body. You should also know if you have issues with vitamin deficiencies, diabetes, Don't get me started on this, y'all. We need to know what's going on in our bodies, period, before we let other people fool with or alter the states of our bodies. And if you don't want to engage in sex, you definitely don't need to. And if nobody wants to give you proof of their sexual identity, if you will, if they don't want to tell you or give you papers that prove that they are free of diseases or not, then they should not be trusted with your body. Okay. Um, if they ever, if they ever do try to push you into that place, then that's not a good thing. And that's not a good person to be with. That's definitely something I want you all to keep your eyes open for. And also you want to know if you want to wait for marriage, but you also want to know if they want to make wait for marriage. You want to make sure those things are upfront and on the table. So I always want to make sure that I tell people to know their status and know exactly what people want from a relationship where it's headed and where it's going, especially before sex is included or brought into the equation because you can bring it in prematurely. You can bring it in at all and it's not worth it, If especially if it is not fruitful and it's not something that you are saying that you want. So think about it. The next thing is to get your lineup game strong. And I've had a few people laugh at me when I say this, but I'm so serious. And women, we really struggle with this. And when I was younger, I really thought dating many people was so taboo. But as I got older and I got over being a serial monogamous because I was, I was always just trying to have this one. Oh, he liked me. Okay, let's be together. Okay. Yeah. I really learned to break that all the way up and just learn to date, truly date and enjoy being enjoyed and enjoy enjoying, okay? So when I stopped dating and pouring myself into one person, I started to ensure I saw people clearly. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying that dating a whole line up or a football team of people is for everybody. But what I am saying is sometimes we pour all of our love, our hope, our desires and everything into one person person way too soon and way too early and way too prematurely and way not deserved at all you know and then we get angry when we get nothing in return because we put all our eggs in one basket we haven't trusted in the process and we haven't allowed ourselves to see the different things that are out there and when I say that that doesn't mean that you have to be having sex with everybody or anyone You heard what I said. Doesn't mean you have to be having sex with everyone or anyone at all. What I mean by that too, is that you're just getting out there dating, seeing what the scene is like, seeing what you like, what you don't like, who you like, what you want to spend your time on and who you want to spend your time on. And that made me less pressed to make it work out with people who definitely were not good for me. I made sure I prioritized my own time and I didn't allow people to play me like I had in the past. You know, if, if, I didn't have one that wouldn't answer on the phone. I didn't really care much because I had a few others that were. OK, and I also had to filter my calls because if I felt that I wasn't, if I was feeling cranked out by somebody or if, you know, it wasn't working out or we went out on a date and it wasn't quite what I expected, not to say that they were a bad person, that just the vibes were off or maybe I didn't get a good feeling or a gut feeling from them, then I was able to move on easily instead of trying to pressure myself or press myself into making it work out of desperation. That, that, that's not a good feeling at all, y'all. So instead of falling into a lineup, get one. And people need to get on your calendar respectfully so. And I'm going to tell y'all, this is a little story time on my end. And I told this on YouTube before. But when I would date, I would allow people to ask me if I was dating other people. And I would tell the truth. Yes, I am. In fact, I have another date today. You know, and if they asked me what I was doing, I would tell them the truth. And a lot of us think it's taboo to do that. But sometimes it makes other people too respect your time step up to your level if they want your time they'll schedule it they'll treasure it they won't waste it as much because they know it's not just that you're sitting around waiting on mr whoever to fill your time sometimes we give too many people too much access to us and i made it very clear to people like this is what i'm doing i am dating other people and i don't care if they got an attitude honey because at least i told you the truth You have the truth and you can do with it what you will. If you do not want to sign up, then you do not have to sign up because the place will be filled. Okay? And I'm not even trying to be funny, y'all. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of free game. Because one of y'all told me I'd be spitting the free game. And I, I really am. And I mean that with the utmost respect And it's not about disrespecting anyone and it's not about wasting anyone's time. It's about not wasting your time. Sometimes you need to do that. And I wouldn't do it forever. You don't have to. Usually people fall out of the game pretty quickly. And I'm going to be honest about that. You don't have to wait forever for that to happen. You will see people more clearly and it may help you and it may not be good for some of you. So I'm not saying that that works for everyone, but I know for me, it helped me to make better decisions. It helped me make more solid decisions. And it also taught me quickly what I liked and what I didn't and how to see people for exactly who they were and myself for exactly who I was. So I hope you all are enjoying this show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to finish up the show. Well, we are back, y'all, and I hope that you are enjoying the show and we're going to pick right back up where we left off. But, you know, we left off with that whole lineup situation and now we're moving into something else that's quite important. And I think a lot of us, especially young women, fall for this one. It's okay if someone is very nice, but you still don't like them. And I don't know why, but growing up, especially as a young woman, sometimes we're talking, you be nice. You be so nice to people, but sometimes the nice people turn into psychopaths. And let's be, let's be clear about this. Sometimes people put on a good show in order to get you where they need you to be. And we know a bit about narcissism and narcissists. Oh, we got a show coming up on that, honey. But we need to be very careful about falling into the nice trap. The nice trap is not always for everybody. You need to use that gut and know that just because somebody's being nice to you, don't mean they mean you well, okay? Um, so some people you're going to not just be that into either. You're just not going to like them as much. And not all nice people are meant to be in your life. And it's okay to know that you can waste a lot of time on nice people that are simply not on your level and not where you need them to be. And I've dealt with nice guys who were a waste of time. They weren't ambitious and they wanted me to be their only source of entertainment. They wanted to be inappropriate, way too soon or said things that, that weren't quite, you know, adding up. And I also had people who, you know, they were just all around nice, but some wasn't quite right. And sometimes when your gut is telling you that it's okay to exit that situation, you don't have to continue to date that person. You don't have to continue to entertain that person just because they're quote unquote, a nice person. And I think it's so funny too, when you stop dating someone and people are like, Oh, but that person is so nice. And how, why does that, entitle them to my time? Why does that entitle them to my life? Why does that entitle them to changing my spiritual, mental, and physical being? Or well-being, that is. You have to be very careful about that. It's to not fall into that nice trap and think that everyone, just because they're somewhat of a good person, In your eyes, or they treat you like a human, they deserve everything in your dating capabilities because that's not always the case. And that's how some of us find ourselves in bad situations. That leads me into this. When dating, it's okay to leave a situation alone, especially if it's respectfully done. Remember, you don't owe anybody any explanations. And I'm not giving you, you know, (laughs) I'm not giving you the pass to ghost people or just leave them alone. But what I'm saying, if people have made you feel uncomfortable, if you're not feeling good about being on a date with someone, if someone puts you into a unsafe situation or position, you have every right to leave them alone. You have every right to respect yourself and you have every right to demand respect. If that person chooses not to give you that, you don't continue to give them your time. And you know what? I normally don't tell y'all what to do, but I want you to be safe out here. And I want you to be clear that people are not worth that. And especially someone's putting their hands on you inappropriately, either to harm you, to touch you in some kind of way that's inappropriate. You learn to let that go. You have to know your worth. You have to start to understand what you want, what you don't want, your boundaries, all of those things, because you owe it to yourself to take good care of yourself, especially when it comes to dating. Because remember, you're treating other people how you want to be treated, but you're also teaching other people how you want to be treated. And if they see they can get away with certain things with you, especially inappropriate things, they will only continue to get worse along the timeline of dating. So I want you all to be very careful. Think very critically and carefully about the people you allow in your space. And especially when they've done things to you that have been harmful, that have not helped you to do be a better person or to grow or anything and they've caught you questioning their intentions, how they're treating you if they've treated you badly if they've let you left you somewhere or lied to you, you have every right to let it go. Last but certainly not least and certainly not the last of the things I wish I knew but one of the most important is to go with your gut. If they ain't about nothing, they're not going to be about nothing. And if you feel a man is being too pushy or not listening to you or they seem strange or they're making you feel uncomfortable and they scare you, trust yourself. Okay, this is not just about a rule of what you should do. Again, I'm going to go back to saying that. I want you all to have the utmost autonomy, meaning I want you all to learn how to move on your own in a way that benefits you, in a way that makes you feel safe and secure. So learn to trust yourself. Don't hesitate to leave and don't say why. You don't owe anything to anybody, okay? especially if they're making you feel off. And I left a date in the past because a guy was touching me inappropriately. And I've shared that with you guys openly as well. It was like this person knew they were much bigger than me, they were much stronger than me, and they were using it to their advantage. And I will say, you know, this person who was an ex-NFL player, they basically made me feel violated, okay? And I did not feel it was my you know, my place to stay in that situation. I couldn't allow that person to continue to believe that they could treat me in a certain way. And not only that, I didn't feel right about even their explanation for their behavior or lack of explanation for their behavior. I had every right to leave that situation. I was not married to that man. I was not married to his situation and we weren't even in a committed relationship. So, you all, we have to learn these standards and we have to really value and, and, and treasure ourselves enough so that people understand that like the old people who used to say to me, and like I used to hear all the time, cause I was looking at, I always listening you know, in on grown folk business is that fat meat is greasy. Okay. I do believe that. And you are not going to continue to treat me a certain way. I'm going to leave this situation. I'm not going to continue to talk about how I'm going to leave. I'm just going to make moves. And we should all make sure that we make moves. So before we leave, I wanted to leave you all with just a few more of the things that you all have left on this YouTube community wall that have been not only chicken noodle soup to my soul, but I feel like they can feed a lot of other people. So I want to read a lot of these others that you all have left, well, five more of these others that you all have left that have lots of votes for them as well. So Lady Vaughn said there were three specific things that she would have told her younger self about dating. Number one, there's no such thing as quote unquote saving yourself for the right one. Number two, listen to him the first time. If he says he doesn't want a relationship and you do, then move on. Number three, don't let a man make you feel like you're a nobody because you have a different path. Wow. If I could give you a standing ovation, Lady Vaughn, you would have it right now, honey. Cami S. said, the best advice I would give myself is to never be afraid to say no to a man. Do not feel bad for them. When you meet men, the first thing they are thinking of is you in bed before you think about you as a wife or anything else. Before they think about you as a wife or anything else. Do not be afraid to say no. Don't feel bad for saying no and setting boundaries and expectations early in the relationship so that you can go on a nice date, get gifts, be courted, and actually benefit throughout the entire relationship. Not just during the first couple of dates, because the man is doing just that to have sex with you in many cases. Wow. Okay. I see here, Lindsay White says, Number one, the nice guy is not always the right guy. Number two, don't settle. Number three, don't ignore the signs. Number four, don't fall for potential. Number five, don't date out of boredom or just to take your mind off of other things that are hurting you. Number six, don't give too much too fast. Number seven, love yourself first. Number eight, love yourself first. Number nine, love yourself first. Number 10, love yourself first and you'll likely not mess up on numbers one through six. And I'm gonna add this to that, Lindsay, at least not the next time, right? So if you mess up, you'll pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep it moving and stop making the same mistakes. Love it, honey, love it. Um, Paige Washbrook said, my advice to my younger self for dating would be date yourself first, love yourself first, know yourself first, first and know your worth life is too short to spend time being so sad and wondering if the grass will be greener when you're in a relationship when you look a certain way or achieve certain things spend more time and effort on yourself your happiness your goals and your health relationships aren't to be the end all be all and there can't be a relationship without you okay Woo! y'all came with it tonight all right And then Alicia Smoot Jones. I couldn't let go without reading at least one more. Never be afraid to speak your mind. Know that you're beautiful and it's okay to be rejected. My God, rejection is a whole episode in itself. So I want to thank you all once again for all of your outpouring of comments, questions, and suggestions. And we're going to continue this conversation in the future, but Let's make sure we get in our Valentine's minds right, especially if we're going on new dates, we're meeting new people, or if we're in a relationship now and we want to change our course of action. Well, that is all, y'all. Stay tuned for more and subscribe to know when I post my next episode. You want to also make sure you go to www.DrNinaEllisHervey.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter. And you'll also receive my free eight-day supernatural video course. Soon, you will also have the opportunity to sign up for my membership. It's a mentorship membership, which is going to teach you basically how to pimp your grown up, up your life, and make sure that you're doing everything you can to not only live at your best, to be your best. And to also relish in your best, okay? And not only that, y'all, I'm gonna have opportunities for some one on one coaching coming up soon. But you can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Dr. Nina Ellis Hervey or at Beautiful Brown Baby Doll across all of my social media outlets. I again want to thank you all for your time and I love being here with you guys. I love the laid back and relaxed conversations that we have. Continue to tune in, continue to join in and let me know if you have any requests, comments or suggestions. Dr. nina signing off now, y'all. Peace.